Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another TV season review. This is going to be for the second season of Netflix's Black Summer. I'm your host Matthew and I'm here to talk about this TV show for its second season. We'll start off spoiler free and then we've got some very interesting things to talk about in the spoiler section later on. But if you've not seen Black Summer Season 2 you can stick around for now because I'm going to be sticking to the spoiler free section at the moment. Uh, I thought this season of TV was absolutely incredible. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this season. And as I said on Twitter and some other places, I think this just completely destroys the competition. Um, You know, we cover The Walking Dead here on Entertainment Talk. I think this show is so much better than The Walking Dead. Uh, you got things like Z Nation, which are just kind of a different flavour anyway. Um, but mo- you know, things like Fear the Walking Dead, Walking Dead World Beyond, some other zombie shows. Um, I think this 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 just completely destroys the competition. Even other zombie films like Dawn of the Dead that I watched the other day, uh, Army of the Dead, the Zack Snyder films. I think this is better than those. Um, I mean the the only the only zombie show that I think comes close to this and is similar to this in certain ways is uh, I think it's the Korean show, um, The Kingdom. Which has got like the the people with the swords and all that sort of stuff. That that show is really really good. Not sure whether we're not sure where the third season of that's got to, but um, that's sort of like a samurai version of this show in a way, because um, it it it's got it's got similar things going for it. But I I still think that overall Black Summer is a better show than this. Um, one thing, a couple of things. I mean, there's a lot of things I really like about this season. Uh, it's gritty, grounded, it's realistic, it's scary, um, it's very um, dri- very much driven by stakes, I would say as well. There were so many points in this season where, ca- for the characters that I cared about, for the sort of main characters and everything, I was always nervous that they were going to die always nervous that they were going to die somewhat with the exception of people like Rose and Anna uh, like the the mother and the daughter of the series played by um, Jamie King and Zoe Marlette. Um apart from those two that I didn't necessarily think were sort of going to die and I'm not, not going to spoil here if they do or don't or whatever situation um, but with every single other character I mean even with those two characters I kind of thought like they might just get shot and something might just sort of happen to them. And I loved that about this season though. I mean some some people look at that and they think. Okay I really love this character. I don't want them to die. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Because then if you've got your favourite characters in a TV show. And you think oh I really really care about them. I really like them. I don't want them to die. That means that the show has made you invested in those characters. Because if a character that you're supposed to like dies and you don't care about it, that means the show hasn't done a good job with that character. And you know, there's a lot of characters in this show that in in this season that do die, and some of them are kind of red shirt characters and all that sort of thing. But I was always nervous about my favorite characters in this show, and I loved it. I loved it. Um, because like, I mean, even this, even in this day and age, you can die fairly easily you know um when you add the elements of what this world is to that occasion and you up the grittiness the drama and the stakes up to 10 
it makes it that much more intense. Because whether it was a fast zombie that was relentlessly running after one of my favourite characters, or just a character, or it was a human that was having a confrontation with somebody in a, in the same room, I always thought so, I always thought there was a chance for somebody to die. Because to me, if I'm watching a zombie show that's supposed to be this serious and grounded and gritty and realistic, and I think like, oh, you're not going to shoot him. Like, just stop this scene. You're not going to shoot him. I'm not worried at all. This show's going for the opposite effect, where I think, okay, that character seems to trust that character, and that truster seems like they can be trusted, but can they? Like, can they? And those those questions leaving me on edge through the whole eight episodes of this season, and even last season as well, was, was the tense horror experience that I want out of this show. I, I, when I look at a, a zombie show that's this serious, ground, grounded, gritty, all the things I just mentioned, I want to feel scared. I want to feel like the humans could kill each other. I want to feel like the zombies are, are relentless, like, crazy things that will just keep on running and keep on running. Because those scenes are so awesome and intense. And apart from the kingdom, which kind of does that, again, like I said, the kingdom is a very, very close bit of competition. There's no other zombie show that really does that on television. Um, I mean, there's been a lot of times when I've watched things like The Walking Dead, and as much as I love The Walking Dead, and I really do, when a, a known character, you know, is facing off against a zombie, I don't always feel like they're actually in trouble. That that's kind of the big key differences between something like The Walking Dead and this. Every single time a character in this show has a confrontation with a zombie or, you know, zombies gnawing away at somebody or trying to like, you know, bite somebody and they're trying to push them off and they're trying to run out the room and all that, or somebody's threatening to like shoot somebody. I always thought there was a possibility that they were gonna die. Whereas in something like The Walking Dead or some of the other zombie shows and things like that, I think like Oh, this this zombie isn't going to kill this person, and I'm not worried at all. That's not the feeling I want to have in a show like this. So massive, massive credit to Black Summer for making me feel that throughout the entire season, because that's how I want to feel when I watch a show like this. Um, and goddamn, did that stuff pay off this season? I won't get too much more into that because that will glean into spoiler territory. Um, but there were some moments where characters I kind of cared about, and I'm not going to name names, um, characters I cared about died, and I was really, really bummed out. I thought, damn it, you know? But I I wasn't on the other fence where, like, oh, my favourite character died, I'm switching this off. You know? Because if if you go through episodes and episodes and a couple of seasons of the show, and your favourite characters are just always fine, you've never got that, like... Intensive nature there, have you? Um, and that's just, that's just what I want to give massive credit to the show for. One thing I also want to give a lot of credit to the show for as well is the stunt work on this season. Absolutely incredible. There's a scene in the first episode where a zombie is basically clinging to the top of a car. Because uh, it sort of runs after somebody for a little bit. Just like jumps its way through windows and all this sort of stuff. And it's growling and like it's pushing shelves over. And like the the person that's running away from the zombie is like pushing shelves over. And they're just sort of barging their... Oh, sorry. They're just sort of barging their way through things. Um, and and then this, the character gets into a car. The car's got like the windows open and stuff. 
this zombie manages to just because the car hasn't quite started like gotten going yet it sort of just started driving off the zombie like takes this little shortcut or whatever jumps on the top of this car and starts like um distracting the driver and stuff um i'm i i'm not 100 percent sure if i'm right about this i think most if not all of that particular scene was done in one shot and that, that that was incredible. That's the type of stuff where I think like I'm on edge. I have no idea if this character is going to survive. This zombie is just not giving up. Um, <laughs> just running and running and running. Because um, I'm pretty sure that was like a stunt double that was doing the zombie parts of it. And uh, credit to whoever was doing the stunt work on this season. Because wow. Wow. Uh, there's even a scene in the... I think it's also in the first episode where there's this like massive war scene between two groups of people again i think most of that was done in one shot just incredible stunt work on that like the way that the camera's following the group and you know you recognize like a couple of people um and then people are just like getting shot and all you know it's funny i sort of looked at that scene and then i looked at uh thought back to season eight of the walking dead which was supposed to be the all-out war season the scene that we got in episode one of this season, which was that war scene, that is what we should have had for The Walking Dead. And I know I feel like I'm sort of, you know, crapping all over Walking Dead and everything. I'm just saying where that show gets things wrong and where this show gets things right. Um, and, you know, you've got, like, different production companies and there, there, there's a lot, of, a lot of different elements at play. But when you when you go to do a big war thing like that, You've got to do it like properly and make make it feel big scale, make it feel intense and scary, and like anyone can get shot. And I loved that about the about that scene as well. Uh, there's also some really good stunt work later on in the season, uh, as well, um, especially with like some of the later episodes, which is very very good. Um, there's also just a lot of really like it isn't all about the zombies. What one thing that's interesting from this show as well to take away is when people usually mention okay there's zombies in this world and they are a threat to you but your biggest barrier is absolutely still the humans because of that trust aspect and i want to tie this all the way back to when i did that um zombie podcast about two months or so ago and i laid out all the things that i like to see in zombie media and trust is is one of them things you know can you trust another human being if they seem like they can be trusted, can they? Are they going to screw screw over later down the line? As is our characters going to screw them over later down the line? Because um, not to sound too dramatic, but I'll keep sticking by what I said with this. In this type of world, when it get when it comes to things like trust, somebody would slit your throat for a bottle of water. And I know that sounds very violent, but that is how this world would work. Uh, or they'd shoot you in the head and they wouldn't think about it for a second. They would just do it because if you've got the supplies and they haven't, why Why are they... And I'm talking about like if you conf- confronted a group that doesn't know you, obviously. Um, why are they going to look at you and think, oh no, you can have the resources that are going to save your life. Like I have no idea who you are. There's no, there's no laws like, you know... Um, uh, What's that word I'm thinking of beginning with beginning with C? There's no um uh like economy not economy. There's no um like civilization anymore, you know, so you can do what you want in this world. You won't you're not gonna get, you know, arrested for shoot for shooting somebody or for stabbing somebody or, or whatever. Um so there's a lot of like 
debates as well in this season about like okay we found this kind of box of resources and stuff and you know we get approached by somebody who's got a gun are they going to just shoot all of us for it are they going to work with us are they going to just pretend to work with us and then you know when we get the uh, resources to a safe location are they just going to shoot us there um it's also something people don't really think about as well with that kind of stuff um i remember there was a game i played called uh began with a i think it was called alive or something like that and there was a there was a particular thing that you could do in that game where usually you ha- you had this pistol and you usually didn't have very much ammo two maybe three bullets at the most if you're lucky there's a thing you can do in the game to where you can point your gun at somebody and if you've got no ammo they don't know that and there's no way of them sort of knowing that from a distance unless they check you know your magazine and all that sort of thing um i wondered a lot of times throughout this season when people are pointing guns at each other like do you actually have ammo in that thing because you might not um and that's an interesting thing for like trust as well so that kind of ties into a lot of the like the resource scenes throughout this season i'm going to use a particular example in the spoiler section for that as well if i if i remember to so that was great but um fantastic work again with the zombies really really good really intense horror scenes uh i love seeing like somebody try to you know putting it back to, to the survival element seeing how somebody will get away from these zombies what are they going to use you know, are they going to tip shelves over? Are they going to try and just push the zombies? Do they have enough ammo themselves? Do they have a crowbar they can use? Do they have something else they can use? <clears throat> um, you know, if they get cornered or something, what are they going to do then? Um, there, there, there's so many good scenes in this season that have a lot of those things uh, going on within it as well. There's there's one scene I want to talk about in the spoiler section again that uh, that relates to that as well. So... Uh, fantastic season. I, I I really really enjoyed it. I I I don't recall looking away from the screen for a single second when I was watching this show, this this season. Um, and leaning it back to something else I've talked about before. If you're watching an episode of TV and you sit in there and you're watching and you're watching the episodes going by, you're invested, you're paying attention, you care about everything that's going on, and boom, the credits come up and you think, oh, the episode's ended. That happened with every single episode this season. Every single episode this season. Uh, So I was paying attention the entire time. Um, I was invested through the whole season. Um, I was scared through some of the season, which I'm supposed to be. Uh, Not scared as in like, oh, I want to hide behind my pillow. But scared as in like, I'm scared for my favourite characters. You know, if they get (laughs) ripped alive or whatever. Or or shot by somebody. More of that type of scared. Less sort of like jump scare scared like hiding behind their pillow oh something's gonna jump out not that type of scared more sort of like i'm worried that my favorite character is gonna get shot or bitten or betrayed or run out of ammo or something like that so brilliant stuff excellent stunt work for this season really really high stakes for this season and uh, i really hope this gets renewed for a third season as well it seems to have got a lot of critical acclaim i did sort of do some googling the other day and just looked up some stuff about Black Summer. Um, there's one particular thing I saved actually that I want to bring up. I did post this on Facebook, but I saved a screenshot of the headline. Uh, just give me a second. Uh, this was from Forbes. I didn't actually read this review, but I should probably go and read it. 
It says Netflix's Black Summer Season 2 is what The Walking Dead will never be. I I strongly agree with that. I really strongly agree with that. And I read some <clears throat> I read a couple of snippets from the review and it basically said about um different types of formula. And you know, Walking Dead's going to be ending in a couple of years anyway because it's it's on its uh, last season. Uh coming up this August it's on its last season The Walking Dead stuck into a particular formula and as much as I think what that show does is good for itself it doesn't allow itself to push itself to what Black Summer can do because it's stuck in a very particular formula and that's got nothing to do with it being like tied to a comic book it can still do those storylines but still try and do some of this stuff but again you're talking about different production companies one's on AMC one's on Netflix that type of thing I feel like this show's just got a lot more, uh, Black Summer's just got a lot more free reign to do what it wants to do, and hasn't got itself stuck in a particular f- uh, formula, which, so I agree with the Forbes article for that as well, so go and go and list, read that if you'd, if you'd like to. I don't know how many spoilery things are in that article, because I've not read it, like, properly, uh, so beware of spoilers and stuff, but um, I, I definitely, definitely agree with that statement as well, so... Uh, not sure what else I can say to um, completely gush over this season and make it very, very, very clear that I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this season. I think I'm going to miss this show, actually, because it'll be, it'll be off the air for at least a year. It was off the air for two years, obviously, COVID played a part in that, but I really hope we get a third season. There's still more story to be told, I think, and I'm really looking forward to seeing where things go as well. Um, but... Uh, fantastic obviously must see you know i've put that in the title already sometimes i do mention the rating system sometimes i don't because i've written it in the title anyway absolutely go and watch this um the good thing about this show as well it won't take up too much of your time uh it's short it's sweet it gets to the point the episodes get done like that and it leaves an impact at least it left me with it with an impact so i think the the first season is actually very very short the first season is is they're both eight episodes i think the first season some of those episodes are like 20 minutes to 30 minutes and some of the episodes for this season are about 30 minutes to 45 minutes there is one that's an hour as well so uh of this season so keep that in mind but definitely go and watch it on netflix if you like zombie stuff even if you don't really like zombie stuff if you like horror or if you like intense television because goodness me this season was tense um go and check it out definitely so there we go. Uh, let's get in some housekeeping for a minute, and then we'll get into some spoilers after, because I think I have said everything I want to that is spoiler-free. But um, can you tell that I really enjoyed this season? Anyway, uh, let's get into housekeeping. See you for that in a minute. Hi there, and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links, the first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but... It won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion. We can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. 
If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month, so one TV show or film review per month it's up to you which one you want to choose we will watch a few episodes of the tv show that you choose or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month and then when it gets to the next month you can request a new tv show or a film review of your choice that's three dollar level tier that does also of course include your ad free podcasts for the month as well thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show Okay, recently on Entertainment Talk, um, done been doing a few film reviews lately as well. Uh, one of them is zombie related. Uh, one that I mentioned earlier. I think I mentioned earlier that I watched it. Um, I gave a don't skip rating to uh, Dawn of the Dead. It's Zack Snyder's 2004 directed uh, zombie film. It is a remake of the original as well, which I think is from 1970 something. But good film. Um, enjoyed that not quite like incredible not bad just a good good old zombie film so i i uh, i enjoyed that doesn't have quite the same things that black summer does but uh a good zombie film nonetheless so if you're looking for some other zombie content to check out go and see that one i suppose uh did a must see uh review for luca uh i called it one of pixar's best films it's available on disney plus without the premium access obviously you have to be subscribed to disney plus uh but i gave it a must see rating and i thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed that give a don't skip rating to um the hitman's wife's bodyguard it's the follow-up sequel again from ryan reynolds and samuel l jackson with some other cast this time but it's the sequel the first was called the hitman's bodyguard this is the hitman's wife's bodyguard so fun little play on the title and everything uh i enjoyed it it was very very good it was a good time and i enjoyed that one um did a skip rating review for raya and the last dragon that's no longer got the premium access thing you can watch that just normally through disney plus uh that's a disney film uh breaking bad uh last week season to episode 11 uh just a reminder there'll be no breaking bad podcast this week or next week but it will be back the week after. David's uh, doing some stuff and he's on a bit of a break at the moment from podcasting. So uh, look out for those in the future. But we don't have episodes to catch up with because the show ended eight years ago. So anyway, uh, season two, episode 11 is the current point they're up to for Breaking Bad. Uh, gaming talk last week. We talked about Last of Us 2's first anniversary. Uh, Nintendo's E3 presentation and all this weird Kojima blue box stuff that's happening as well so there's that uh did an important podcast as well talking about entertainment talks summer and autumn plans if you know pretty if you want to know pretty much what we're going to be doing for um uh the rest of the year uh, as we know at the moment uh you can go and check those things out so if you're not if you want to know what films we're covering and tv shows and uh, other things as well uh, you can check that out for all that sort of stuff as well. Uh, speaking of things coming up, Monsters at Work, which is a new Disney Plus show, starts on Wednesday 7th of July. And I've done a Season 1 preview podcast. Uh, it's not available on iTunes yet, but you can check it out on the website. And I've also put it at the moment in our TV feed 
for all of those things. Uh, Batwoman's up to season two, episode ten, so you can check those out. World of, World of the Last of Us podcast talking about the game's first anniversary, and that is everything we've been doing on EntertainmentTalk.org and on podcast platforms. All right, I'm gonna go now into spoilers. So if you've not seen season two of Black Summer and you enjoyed the first season, or what, regardless of what season you've seen. Uh, I'm going to go into spoilers for Black Summer, so I will be talking about character deaths. So if you don't want to know who dies this season, uh, switch off now. If you're listening on a podcast player, you can press pause, or you can just shut it off or whatever, uh, or play a different episode. Uh, If you're listening on the website, uh, you can either press back, press pause, click the homepage button, whatever you need to do. Because I'm going to go into spoilers now. Um, Alright, so one death that devastated me this season... Uh, Lance died this season. Um, this feeds into so many things. The main thing is trust. He gets into that car. He's trying to get, like, petrol into the car, isn't he? And, um, he sees a zombie that's coming after him. He rushes to get into the car. Again, very, very high-stakes, nervous scene. You know, he doesn't know if he's going to be able to get into the car, and he's got to figure out all the petrol stuff, and he's still got to actually open the door get in the car and close the door because obviously if he doesn't close the door the zombie can still get in drives off um goes past a couple of people and um this woman stands right in front of the car um and like is begging uh Lance to stop like completely begging him to stop and then um yeah he lets her in. She gives him a hug of like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, and all this and all that. She sneakily puts her hand on the lock thing for the car door. I'm not a car person, so in case you don't know. Unlocks it. He doesn't seem to notice. Uh, guy opens the car door and shoots Lance in the neck. And then trucks him out the car and then just drives off. Um... I was devastated by this scene. I really, really was. Um, And I remember back to that episode last season. There was a whole episode. And I loved it. It was dedicated to Lance. And it was him running away from one zombie. But but, but, but because the zombies are so relentless in this season. In this show. He just could not get away from it. Um, But it's that trust thing. Is that truck? You know, if he runs this woman over or somehow drives around her, he probably doesn't get killed. But he chose to trust somebody because she begged him, and then she screwed him over. Um, I mean, she kind of screwed him over. If you caught the conversation between them, she was like, "Oh, I didn't think that you would do that," like to the other guy. Because I kind of thought, like, she opens the door. Sorry, she unlocks the door, and the other guy opens it. And then the guy opens the the, uh, driver's seat and I immediately thought, just for a split second, because it's a very short scene anyway. Okay, how's he going to, like, get him out the car? Like, who's going to sit where in this car? And then he figured it out by shooting. I think he shot Lance in the neck, I'm pretty sure, because he didn't have a headshot wound. And he was sort of, like, gargling on his own blood or whatever. But man, you can't trust people in this world. Jesus. Um. Yeah, I, I was annoyed. I was annoyed by that death. But it's good that I was annoyed by that death. Because I cared about Lance. So if Lance had died. And that's a pretty bad way to go out as well. 
I mean, you know, it wasn't ripped apart by zombies or whatever. That's obviously worse. <clears throat> but um, he just chucks him out like he's nothing. And then I like because people turn very quickly in this world as well, and you get the scene where uh, yeah, Lance gets up as a as a zombie. And just starts running after this car, and then obviously that's that's where you lead into the stunt scene that I was talking about earlier. Lance was on top of the car. That scene was incredible. Um, just like like just yeah, the, the zombie Lance, just the way he was kind of like jumping through the windows and all this other kind of stuff, and like you you can't just like throw something at a zombie like that. Um. Or like just dodge it. Because it will just keep going. It will just keep going and going and going. Um, And then he crashed his car didn't he. Because the woman got out at some point. And then obviously zombie Lance. Clamped on top of the car. And. uh, Was causing him to obviously steer all over the place. He crashed into that thing. Um, And then. It wasn't the guy that got flung out of the car was it. It was Lance that got thrown off the top. But I remember thinking. He's not he's not dead, he's gonna get up and chase you. And uh he did. <laughs> um that was a wild like couple of minutes for that scene. Just just incredible. Um But yeah, wow, that was that was awesome. That's that's the type of stuff that I want. Not for my favourite characters to die, but like gritty, grounded, intense, realistic stuff. Uh realistic within the world of zombies, obviously. Um, but that was so good. That was such a good scene, and the stunt work there. I was just, I was just, just, just stunned by it. I, I really, really was. So, uh, rest in peace, Lance. I'm gonna miss you. Um, I, I was tempted to actually go back and rewatch his, um, uh, his zombie episode from last season, where he's running away from one zombie, because that was a pretty short episode as well. So it wouldn't take me very long. I might do that later. That's that's something I want to sort of keep in mind to go back and check on. Uh, might make me a little bit sad still that Lance is is gone, but uh, anyway, incredible stuff, incredible, really, really was. Uh, what else want to talk about from this season? Um, let's talk about the next thing in the same episode that I mentioned earlier, the war scene. Uh, now I don't know how to pronounce this name, so excuse me if I'm butchering it. Uh, so it's Christine Lee, and she played the woman that was basically treated like a dog throughout most of the season because she was sort of tied up or whatever. Because uh, it was Ray that tied her up. He was the guy in the red jacket. That you see at the end of the season. Um, her name is spelled O-O-H. And then I'm not going to try to pronounce her surname. But that reminds me of like Sandra O. The way that her name is pronounced. So I'm just going to say like O. Or O. O for her name. O I think. I think I'll just say O. I think that's the, that's the better pronunciation. Maybe. I, I could have that wrong. But uh, I'm just basing that off of Sandra O's name as well. And how that's sort of spent, spelt the same way. So uh yeah, she's involved in this, like, war scene at the start, and these two factions are just, like, relentlessly going after each other, and people getting shot and stabbed, and then obviously some of them are turning, so some of them are getting up, and they're getting up straight away, and they're running around after other people. This is what I'm talking about for, like, the relentless content of this season, the relentless, like, war and zombies and all this other kind of cool stuff, and... Wow, that scene was awesome. That, that that really was quite incredible, and she's trying to like get away, and she's tied up to this tied up to this tree, and people are like shooting at the tree, so she's got to dodge that, and then she's not sure what's going on, and like or if she or if like a stray bullet's gonna catch her, or um if a zombie's gonna like if she's tied up somewhere and a zombie comes over, or you know th- there's so many different possibilities as to um 
what could have happened and there was a lot of disapp- there was a lot of um possibilities that played out but that was an incredible scene as well from the the first episode that um war type of scene because it pretty much goes from the lance stuff into that I, I i think it does anyway uh so that was incredible as well um don't take a shot by the way every time i say incredible because you won't make it through the podcast um but uh that was really really good she survives the season of course and she um gets on the plane at the end uh so that was the overall story of the season wasn't it this um cargo plane that kept dropping things off and obviously it was a it was a war for supplies and that ties into what i said before you know as much as these um zombies are a big issue you know especially when they run around like this but that again ties into survival and trust Sorry, not survival. Uh, All survival, trust, and resources. Resources, a plane that's dropping off resources, like the boxes of all the crates of, uh, like, guns and everything else. Trust, if you um, end up at one of those boxes, uh, you know, and you bump into somebody else, can you trust that they're not going to just shoot you and take it all, or try and stab you, or whatever the case? Um, Because it could just be a situation where they're like, oh, yeah, I'll help you carry that, because it's, like, massive loads of boxes or whatever. And then once you get to a certain secure location, like, oh, I'm going to, you know, kill you now because you've helped me out. Lack of trust or not, not available to, not not able to, to trust those characters so much. Because there's a scene later in the season as well. I can't remember which characters were involved, but a couple of the characters find one of the big crates. And obviously there's like little crates within the big crate. They start unboxing everything. And then this guy comes along with an assault rifle. Does he actually have any ammo in that assault rifle? Do you want to test him and find out, you know? Uh, There's so many possibilities there as well. And then obviously, you know, they get into that whole big um, set piece with the boxes. And then one of them, I can't remember which character it was, but one of them cuts like one of the ropes or something to the box. And it completely just destroys the two people. I think one of them, one of them gets like really, really injured. And then the other one dies and turns into a zombie, doesn't he? Um... So yeah, that was that was cool as well. So again, trust, you know, can you trust can you can you even trust that somebody is going to help you move a bunch of boxes without cutting one of them or cutting the rope to one of them that will kill you. You know? <laughs> it's uh, it, it was really cool to see that as well. So that was great. But yeah, that was a really cool thing to put into this season. Um the whole like cuz you can every now and then again in certain scenes you can hear the plane going over the top uh, and obviously they knew that there was like an airstrip or whatever so they try and make the way uh over there which was cool so that was very very good um one thing i want to talk about as well for the season i kind of should have talked about in this in the spoiler free section this season's got a particular type of structure to it as well where you get all these like chapter cards and everything and i'm pretty sure they did that in the first season but oftentimes you'll get like something has happened you don't know how it's happened and then you get a scene later which goes back and then explains how it happened. I thought that was a good way to do it in terms of mystery. Because there were certain things of like that guy that was stuck up in the tree. I think he died later on, didn't he? Um, like he got stuck up in the tree and it was like, okay, how did he get there? And then the show shows you later. So what well, one of the issues I usually have with structure is when you like cut off the scene a bit too early. Or you flip around too much of like okay jump to this scene then jump to this one then jump to that one then jump to that one 
it did jump around a fair bit and I didn't mind that too much because I, I felt like the season was trying to create some sense of mystery. Of like, okay, you know that this character kind of ends up here and they don't survive. Or like, how did they end up here? So it added a very cool sense of um, mystery to this to this season as well. Um, of just trying to figure out how, again, kind of leaning into that theme of survival. How did this, not just how does this person get out of this situation. But how did they get into this situation? Um, and all that kind of thing. So that was, that was really cool as well. So uh, that was good. Uh, what else do we want to talk about for this season? Uh, Spears' death was... Um, see, Spears' death was different to, like, Lance's death. Lance's death was a shock where it's like, uh, okay, you probably shouldn't let this woman in the car. Oh, the door's opened, all oh, that guy shot you, you're dead. With Spears, it was like, there was this theme over and over again. Well, not theme, sorry. This uh, particular story thing with him. Like, oh, he's got this... I think it was a gunshot wound, wasn't it? And it got infected. And then you can see in that like round table scene in the uh, the ski lodge um, where you could like tell he was dying, he was coughing a bunch of times and he was clearly getting much worse and he was just trying to you know, enjoy his, uh, I think it was chicken he was eating. Um, and then Anna I think puts him down later on doesn't she? Because uh, Rose goes to make or get dessert or whatever and uh you come back and Spears is dead. So that was that was uh, that, that was kind of sad, but that was one where you're sort of like, okay, you're settled. Okay, you know this character's going to die. Like it's not a shock. It's still a bit of a bummer because I think Spears was a very cool character. Uh, so I'm still bummed out by it and still kind of disappointed by it. But it's not it's not the shock type of death that we got with Lance. We're like, oh, shit, he got shot in the neck. Oh, he's dead. Damn, he shouldn't have trusted those people. This was much sort of like, okay, yeah, this injury that's been noted a bunch of times. He can't really do much about it because we're in a zombie apocalypse. Um, and he he kind of settled himself the idea that he was like dying and he just wanted to enjoy a loss. In fact, one of the chapters in that episode I think is called. It's either in episode seven or episode eight. It's called Last Supper, isn't it? So it kind of lent into the the theme of that, which was so that that was well done. That that was that was pretty well done. Again, bummed out that two of my favourite characters died, but um, I don't know that I'd want it any other way necessarily. Um, and speaking of speaking of intense, oh my god, that episode of Spears and his his friend. I haven't got his name here. I don't think. Um, no, his name his name isn't really listed. I can't really find it. But Spears's friend, that the whole bygones thing and and whatever else. Oh my god, the amount of times I thought one of them's just gonna shoot one of them. <laughs> It it uh it had me on edge the whole episode the entire episode I thought like one of you is just gonna get fed up with the other one and you're just gonna shoot them especially the way they kept saying like bygones and that sort of thing and in the end of the episode like Spears is aiming his gun at his friend and his friend is kind of like um almost as if he knew that Spears was aiming at him like he he could sort of sense it or whatever and. You could tell they're both like they're both tired. Like Spears is really injured at that point. Like and then he talked about before, um, like seeing a horse or whatever, and you see a horse at the end of the episode. 
But oh my god, I, I just thought I thought they were going to end up like killing each other, and they did have that scene actually where Spears ended up kind of strangling his friend, uh, and then I think they just both passed out because they were drunk or something. Uh, that was that was very very interesting because you sort of had that and then it cut the scene cut. Uh, and you wondered like what happened to them, and then you saw them next time. Uh, so that was that was pretty cool as well. So good stuff there. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? Um, Anna, obviously, she had the episode where um, what was it? She was like checking all the doors and stuff for uh, for the ski lodge. That was intense as well. I tell you what, I, I'm I'm kind of exhausted <laughs> from. Uh, you know when you're watching something so intense that it kind of wears you out a little bit because you're so on edge and you're so just sort of like nervous. Um, I was quite t- like not actually physically tired, but kind of sort of almost. I guess you can associate that with like mental tiredness of just being so on edge and so tense because I was intense for like probably ninety percent of this season. I mean, there wasn't very there wasn't very many scenes I can actually think of to where I thought like, oh, I'm fine, <laughs> you know, like, oh, I don't think anything bad's gonna happen, because uh, I think I I just went through this whole season thinking something bad was always gonna happen because that's how the show presented itself to me, and not every not everything bad always happened, but the the show always lent on it as just there was always a threat of it, and I thought that was fantastic again because that's what the show's trying to do, um, but e- even something as simple. As you know, Rose has gone to sleep because one of them needs to sleep, and Anna has taken like the first watch or whatever. She's got her shotgun, she's walking through this ski lodge. It's just that other guy, and then those two. And you hear this door bang and bang and bang, and you're thinking, okay, first of all, where is that coming from? Like, is that somebody trying to bang on a door to get in? Because there's a number of doors in this place. This this could be coming from anywhere. And obviously it kind of turned out just to be the wind. But I started thinking about like. It, even once we saw the door was there. And we saw that. <clears throat> we saw that the door was what was causing the banging. I thought like could somebody be setting up for a trap. Because there's so many places you could hide in this place. Is somebody hiding? Is somebody going to jump out and get Anna? And then you're going to have a crazy scene. And then even if like Anna kills that person, they're gonna get up as a walker and run, not a walker, a zombie and like run around. And has it been caused by the other guy that they just met? And like, can he be trusted? Um, Because he seemed all very, very nice, didn't he? Very nice and very good and all that. But eh, can you? Yeah, you know, you don't know that you can trust him. Look at that scene with Lance. Um, So to me, it's like if I, you know, if there is a third season and whatever, I'm still gonna have that same tenseness because. <clears throat> whenever a new character is going to present themselves on screen and be like, oh, you can trust me and stuff, I'm just going to think back to Lance. That woman let... He let that woman in the car and then the the guy that was there just screwed him over and you, you, you can't think of the, the other way, you know, of like, oh, no, it'd be fine, you can trust them. And I liked Rose's and Anna's approach to it, which was they always kind of had a gun on him. And always, uh, like, they followed him, but sort of, like, was really on edge the whole time. Because he could be leading you anywhere. Anywhere. To an ambush. He could be leading you to a horde of zombies. Anything. Um, Or a zombie that he's got tied up that he's going to release. 
from somewhere. Obviously, it, t- it turned out not to be that, and he d- he did turn out to be one of the more trustworthy characters. The problem that character had by the end was he was too trustworthy and gave out too much information, and he got killed for it. So it's like if if you're then on the other side where you can really be trusted a lot, that's actually a bad thing. As that that's almost as bad as not being able to be trusted because you, you you're you're too trustworthy and you're too nice and you gave away you kept saying like oh I know the pilot and it's definitely here and all this kind of stuff and the guy's like okay you kind of gave me all the information I need and I don't need you anymore and we can kind of use you as like a zombie to slow everybody else down that comes here and that's exactly what happened and he died I, I sort of felt a bit bummed out by by that death as well just the way he kind of died was uh kind of sad like he got shot like a couple of times and he was suffering a bit and all that sort of stuff that was that was really bad um but yeah, there's a going back to the Anna thing. There's a number of just episodes. Um, sorry, not episodes. A number of scenes within that episode where she's just slowly walking around this place, and you have no idea what might jump out. Whether it's a person, a person and a zombie, a person running away from a zombie, and granted, not much there happened in the end. Um, it was pretty much she closed a bunch of doors, and then you know spears showed up. But the show made me think that there was a possibility that something might happen. And even though nothing bad particularly did happen, at least to her, nothing jumped out at her or anything like that. The show did such a good job of making me think that something was going to happen. So I'm not I'm not disappointed that something didn't happen. Um, it's just there's always that prospect that something might. And I loved it. It was great. So uh, that's some of the Anna stuff as well. Uh, Ray um, didn't end up dying, did he? Um, he ended up really gravely injured, um, along with Rose as well. Rose hurt her leg in the end. I'm not sure if she broke it or something else happened, but she got really, really injured. Um, there's also the scene, uh, this guy liked my tweet yesterday, actually. So, thanks, thanks to, uh, his name is Jesse Lipscomb. I'm sure that's not how you pronounce his surname, but, uh, uh, he's on Twitter. You can go and find him, actually. He's the, the Lipscomb on, um, on Twitter. And he played, um, where's his name gone? Mance in, uh, in the episode. Uh, and he's like tweeted out some stuff about the character. Oh my god, that scene of him trying to run away from, uh, from the zombies. Just completely relentless. I, I'm, I, this, this show made me exhausted, uh, from intenseness. Um, but, uh, wow. Wow. Like, like all all of the different um, what would you call them? Like the car, not cargo. The different uh, buildings. Let's just call them buildings. He went between like all the different alleys, and like there's a horde of them there, there's a horde of them there, and I've got to push them, and I've got to go this way and that way, and I found the weapon, and then I dropped it, and then I found this and that, and then he ends up like hanging the one zombie and then shooting the other one, and oh wow, that was. Uh... That was pretty awesome as well. So that was that was great. And that all, all you all you actually needed for that scene was one zombie to be relentlessly chasing him. But it makes it even more intense and even more incredible when you've got loads of them chasing you because you can't stop running. You cannot stop running. You got to move. You've got to move with these these zombies. Um, I will say in terms of zombie tactics. Um. I think some characters now I get it, you're in the heat of the moment, you're running away, you're not maybe thinking of what you can do, you're just trying to you're just trying to run. So I, I get that. 
there's a few times in that particular scene with Mance actually when he actually does grab a zombie and just throw them I think some characters need to try doing that a little bit more and I get it he at the moment you're not going to be think you're not going to have much time to think about what you can do you're just going to be trying to run away pick up a weapon and do what you can do I understand that but um yeah because it's not the case of like if a zombie touches you you get turned they have they do have to bite you so you can touch them a little bit and you can like throw them around and stuff there's obviously the danger that you know if you put your arms out or whatever and you try and like physically handle a zombie it can like you know put its head downwards and uh you know bite you and stuff there's there's always a risk of that but just a quick little sort of i don't know a little throw here and there which is what he did a couple of times in that scene which i thought was which i thought was great um or even because even even though these zombies are basically very 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 fast versions and very relentless versions of humans in a way because they've still got the same body mass that we do that their muscles and stuff still function in the same way they're just in in a way they're just sort of like significantly evolved humans that will bite you so if you think about it if a zombie that is that fast runs at you if you run if you get enough of a bit of a distance now it's a risky thing to try I, I know if you get enough of a distance and you turn around there is maybe a way that if it like is running and like really sprinting up towards you if you kind of like move out the way and it can it will it will probably end up just running past you maybe you can get it to like run into something um because they they're not going to suddenly just like turn on the spot and all that you know that it is it it you know it's it's i think it will work <coughs> that way to where you could kind of dodge them a bit obviously if they're going around tighter corners they're not going to be sprinting around the corners they're going to be stopping a little bit but i'm talking about like a full throttle run towards you where they're not thinking about anything else other than just jumping into you and biting you so if there's maybe something behind you or whatever or something they can bump into maybe you could do that as well and that's just that's just kind of a thought that's kind of a thought i had in that particular scene when he's running away from a few of those few of those zombies so that was that was awesome anyway so that's just a couple of my thoughts um i think that's mostly it so the situation we have is mance was alive wasn't he um ray was still alive but he was very injured and he'd been beaten to a pulp as well anna was alive O was alive, if that's how you say her name. Rose is still alive, Anna is, but Spears and Lance are both dead. Uh, so we still have quite a few characters to do things with. Now, the interesting thing for the next, if they do do a next season, is O is on the plane. She's gone somewhere else. We don't know where that is, uh, but she's gone somewhere else. Rose, Anna, Ray and Mance are all in the same area. So they could obviously do some more story there. I'm wondering if like. Okay how many planes come in and out of this place. Like was it just one plane that they had. Coming in and out of this place. Um, like was was this plane. Doing, the, doing all of the delivery drop offs. And then decided at some point. To land at the airstrip. 
Um, and then just take, like, the one person. Because, obviously, this pilot can't wait around forever. You know, if the zombies start climbing on the plane, which they would do, and they start smashing it to bits, it's going to get more damage. So there is only a certain amount of time he can wait, but... I don't know. Maybe you could get... Maybe it's a situation where he's doing, like, loads of trips or something. I, I, I don't know. Because he did mention to O that, uh... Like, he needs to go for a fuel stop. Uh, which is interesting, because obviously he's going to bump into a few zombies and stuff. Depending on the area, but he might do. Um, but, uh, would it be a case where he drops O off, and then comes back... Like, goes back to that area? Because he knows people are still there. He also knows there's a dozen zombies there as well, which is a bit of a... Which is a bit of an obstacle. Um... So maybe that's what they could do for the third season. I'm just kind of wondering location-wise how you would get those characters in the same place. But I'm not... But I trust the show to be able to do that. So we'll see. Uh, hopefully it does get renewed for a third season anyway. So we'll see. Um, that's that. That That's pretty much my thoughts. I think I've mentioned everything that I wanted to. I think I mentioned all of the things I was going to mention in the spoiler section. Because in the, in, in the spoiler-free section I said I'm going to mention this and that later on. I think I mentioned those two things, didn't I? So, uh, e- e- easy 10 out of 10, easy 10 out of 10, must see, definitely, like, I, I've zero hesitation about that whatsoever, um, incredible season of television, this is, uh, when, when we get to the best and worst of 2021, this has got to be in my, in my top 5, if not my top 2 TV shows of the year, obviously we've still got about half the year left, roughly. Uh, so we'll see what else kind of comes out and stuff. But yeah. D- just a really incredible season of television. That um, made me tired from being so intense. Um, but I loved it. That's what I want. That's what I want. It's it's awesome. So um, in terms of like. It, it, it's just interesting. Because I mean I can't remember if the first season did exactly what I would want for a, from a zombie show. It was incredible the first season. But I think this season's even better. If you were to go back to that podcast, the the um, Why I Love Zombie Apocalypse, post-apocalyptic stories. This season ticks off every single thing that I'd want from a zombie piece of media. And I can't ask for more than that, can I? Like, every single thing. Instances of resources, survival, trust. All of them are in this season. Um... Because we get mentions as well about like how hungry certain characters are. And obviously there's the resources thing anyway. Because of the whole boxing. Uh, survival. People running away from really fast zombies. Uh, there's a whole number of different situations involving trust. Like with Lance. Um, so yeah. This, this literally ticked off every single thing that I'd want from a zombie season. Or a zombie piece of media. And I, I wouldn't ask for anything else or anything different. So... Um, phenomenal really really top-notch phenomenal season so uh, and i'm glad to see i think it seems to me like this show on the second season's gotten more attention than the first season did i'm not quite sure why but that's still a very very good thing and i have seen in a few different netflix groups that i'm in people talking more about it and stuff so good to see this show is getting more attention but netflix in the last couple of years has been a bit a bit um uh, how can we say different a bit sort of shaky with their renewals uh you know we've lost lost a lot of good shows glow which was good uh end of the effing world um to the society which people really liked and obviously there's been a dozen other shows as well which have uh which people have really liked 
as well. So I really hope Netflix renews this for a third season. And I absolutely stand by what I said earlier. I think this is easily the best zombie show on television. This is one-off, if not the best piece of zombie media I've ever experienced. Uh, Last th- Things like The Last of Us 2 and The Kingdom are up there with, with this for me. I know, I know Last of Us 2 isn't strictly zombies, but it's post-apocalyptic. And there is some zombies in there as well. And it still feeds into the same kind of story. So, yeah, incredible. Um, anyway, let me know what you think of this season. Maybe you thought it was bad. If you did think it was bad, don't feel bad about telling me that. If that's, if that's your opinion and you're not right, you're not wrong. Um, let me know how you felt about this season. Uh, were you devastated by Lance's death as well? What, what did you think of Spears' death? And what do you think of everything else that I mentioned in this season as well? And were you as tired as I was when you finished it because of how stressful and intense this season was let me know all your thoughts feelings questions comments on black summer season two uh method entertainment talk.org twitter etalk uk is a contact page and information in your show notes here we go um brilliant brilliant and uh th- this this is one that i think i'm going to be thinking about this show for some time as well just because it's left such a big impact on me which is which is good so awesome awesome um Thanks everybody very much for listening. If you've still been here for 55 minutes or so. Um, at least that's the timer that I've got at the moment. Uh, 55 minutes. Uh, if you have stuck around all this long. Thank you very much for doing that. If you'd like to listen to me talk about some other stuff as well. There's plenty available that we've got. On entertainmenttalk.org. TV, video games, films and Manchester Now podcast. So if you like what you've heard. And you want to hear more and support more of what we're doing. You can go over to those uh, over to the website entertainmenttalk.org. You can also find our uh, podcast on iTunes feeds and on podcast services. Just search for Entertainment Talk. Get yourself subscribed over there. You can also, if you want to support us as well, uh, follow us for free on WordPress. Um, basically, you can sign up for WordPress for free. You can follow Entertainment Talk on there. You don't need to go back onto WordPress. You can basically uh, just follow Entertainment Talk on there, and you'll get an email whenever we post something new. It will send you a link to the post of the podcast. You click on that and there you go. So fairly simple to do. Uh, if you want to support us through Patreon, you can do that as well if you'd like to. Uh, $1, $3, sorry, $1, $3 level tiers for ad-free podcast and review options. Um, so check that out as well if you'd like to. Uh, if you want to just use word of mouth and social media, tell people what we do and where they can find it. Um you can do that as well social media word of mouth facebook twitter whatever you'd like to use for that as well so check that out that sort of stuff um if you want to know about black summer's future for tv news and film news and all that sort of stuff as well david's got you covered geektown.co.uk and geektown radio so check out all of that for all those things uh geektown radio episodes are on tuesdays uh there's no episodes for the next two weeks by the way so this week and next week there is no geektown radio episodes because like i said earlier with breaking bad david is going on a bit of a podcast break he's uh, doing some other stuff so uh check that out in two weeks time but you can go and listen to last week's episode the most recent one uh geektown.co.uk and geektown radio bex is streaming daily pretty much over on twitch trista bites trista b-y-t-e-s go and give her a follow over there for all of that um so check that out as well you can also find me on twitch as well etalk uk for all my streams give us, give us both a follow on twitch as well uh and if you miss the sorry etalk uk for me on twitch and if you want to find the archive twitch streams which we've done the uh, the last of us playthrough and um the platinum run for it and everything if you want to find that entertainment talk plays on youtube all right 57 minutes i'm a bit tired from that but uh it's been been awesome to talk about the show and uh can't wait to see what happens if they do a third season thanks very much for listening and i will speak to you next time
Goodbye.